Andy Shea, head coach of uh, Yale men's lacrosse. Yep. Who I played for, had the pleasure of playing for. Um, first of all, where are like what are why don't you just describe are to we, the uh, we're Reese Stadium the listeners. We're Reese Stadium, which is the home of Yale uh, men's and women's lacrosse and men's and women's soccer, and we're on the balcony of the Cy Lacrosse Building. Lacrosse in the title. It's a pretty nice building, though. It's a very it's a very, nice building. That was uh, you just grazed the surface. This is a <laughs> state of the art. It's a yes. It is a 100% state of the art, uh, 38,000 square foot uh, building. Got a huge locker room, huge weight room. Um, all four sports have locker rooms, offices, we have weight room, uh, we have a nutrition center, we have a alumni function room, which you can, you can hang out with and watch games. Thank you. We have a film room. Um, I mean, this nice balcony. You can watch games from here. That, it, that was a you good, can heckle the coach from that the balcony. Was, yeah, I'll, I I'll, could probably hear you. Well, I'll be in the alumni center <laughs> preparing, and then I'll come out here. Um, but, yeah, I think this building is a pretty good microcosm of where the – since you've been here, the program has come. I mean, we were sharing lockers when I was here. <laughs> well, like, you didn't, but yes. Well, Your there might have been some sharing, I think, <laughs> when I, I was trying to think back. I think the kids who came in and walked, some walked on, we kind of <laughs> realized they had to, <laughs> rather than buy a new locker, just let them share for a few weeks. If they made the team, then, okay, now we'll buy a new I like locker. that. Um, but, yeah. You had metal lockers, though. So. We had metal lockers, yeah. yeah. And I think senior, senior year, we moved to wooden lockers, and we thought – we thought that was big. Yeah. So this this building is. Uh, you didn't have to get a tetanus shot before the season. He, no, yeah. This building for me coming back is like is wow. It, is it infuriating or is it? This is it's a little of both. Yeah. Like wow, we made it. Oh, it's no, like I told they you, they made it. But you, you contributed to this, not financially, but. Yeah. Well. But the teams I'll, I'll, that you played on. I will. I will take that. That compliment. But yeah, the teams that we were on contributed to Contra- this created the excitement that got the ball rolling downhill that got to here and i'll take it we'll get back into that but uh all right so here's bring me back so we're in the present now at this building what was your childhood like because I don't, I don't think i know where, where were you raised what, what uh, kind of household Cortland, new york second youngest of seven kids um five boys i don't like yourself five boys um two girls um and so. them yeah no twins but yeah it was uh you know, big big Irish family and um, Catholic family, and played a lot of sports. We were outside all all the time. My brothers, um, you know, all played football, basketball, and baseball. I hated baseball, um, and I wasn't any good at basketball, and I wasn't any good at football either. But I played. Uh, You're about to say you weren't any good at lacrosse there. I saw. <laughs> at the time, I wasn't. I got better, um, and then I just picked up lacrosse in tenth grade and kind of fell in love with it, and then, you know. I was the only one of my family that played. But mm-hmm. Now all the nieces and nephews, you know, play and um, they watch every game. They watch games that we're not playing. They watch pro games and other college games, and so it's kind of the it's it's more the family sport now than than it ever has been. So and it was your childhood kind of like you're a tough nose guy is that is that where that came about or did you get humbled by life later and then realize you got to kind of I would think everyone that grew up with me would laugh as say that I'm tough nose oh you're not tough but But I'm saying you have an underdog's mentality you're a hard worker you're you're about the work is that did that develop when you were young yeah um no I wouldn't say so I I think I think it developed when I, I I was I would say more of an underachiever until I started you know 
when I fell in love with lacrosse, I wanted to be good at that. Mm -hmm. So I worked at that um, more than really anything else. And then, you know, when I graduated, I wasn't done with the game. So I wanted to coach. So mm -hmm. that's how I that's why I decided to, to, to start coaching. Why did you like lacrosse? Like you just started in know. 10th grade. What was it about? I think maybe the stick. Honestly, if I could if I could point to one thing that I've always that always helped me as a player, it was the stick was had an, an ability to augment my ability. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. In football, it's just you and the ball and yeah. good luck. You know what I mean? With, with the stick, I had, you know, skill that I, or I, I guess I uh, developed a skill and that helped me have success in the game. I don't think I was, you know, successful really at many sports to, to that point, to, to that degree. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've thought about that in the past, and I think it's probably the fact that this stick helps you become a player that, that just the athlete can't you know what i yeah, mean yeah yeah definitely i so. mean i think we're seeing eye to eye <laughs> on that that's <laughs> exactly. a it's an exactly. extension but the creativity is within like the it's a an extension of something that's there but you need a tool to harness it really yeah there's it's no, there's, like there's, you can't just be a, a phenomenal ath 10 out of 10 athlete and hand them a stick and they go to a 12 right. out of 10 exactly. there is something that exactly they might go to eight Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll be cut. Is yeah. what like yeah. that's a timeless lacrosse story where it's like it doesn't work like that. No bench press at the yeah. deadline. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I, there's no doubt about it. And I think that you know I'm I'm always, I was always struck by the fact that certain guys couldn't develop skills that other guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. kind of strange to me that thought about it a lot over the years. Yeah. Like like the, like the guys that can't do certain things with a stick. Like mm -hmm. they don't have the hands to do it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. I know you know that. But yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of it's kind of mind blowing to me that certain guys don't use their fingertips at all. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but that again, that that yeah, that's something that is there before the stick is in the hand, right? You give the like you can't really teach that. Maybe, maybe eh, to a degree you can, but I, I think I think at this level, I think you get to the point where if guys aren't, and we've we've recruited kids and had kids on our team that that when they grip a stick, they don't grip it the right way. <laughs> You know, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I yeah. guess you're playing defense. Yeah, exactly. So. I now, don't know. we had a lot of them in my day. But, gr mean. but growing, but I would say, you know, coaching youth sports, I think it's probably more important that kids know that. Like, you need to mm -hmm. be able to feel the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You understand, sure. it, right? Yeah, yeah. It, there needs to be down to the fingertips. Exactly. You need to be But there's guys that are full, full grippers, the fingertips don't touch the stick. Yeah. It's like. I, I don't know how you could trust where the ball is in your stick. Yeah, and I don't think that that's just a on the spectrum of teachability. That's a low one. I think the the nuances of like dexterity. Yes. Right. If you have to come in and tell someone like, do you realize that you're not even holding the stick right? I don't think they're destined to uh, shine with their stick. Well, I'm still at Yale. <laughs> but it is. And I'm also speaking to my era of college, which yeah, the stick skills have gone through. I mean, every every player, Everybody. not only at at Yale, but across the board it's in the college a, it's game, YouTube is you've you've added kids are doing stuff that you you did on YouTube. But. Bad idea, but <laughs> it's good on the wall. But yeah, no, I think across the That's board, bad. we've talked about that. Yeah, oh, it does for sure. If you can do that stuff, you can do exactly things in the moment. Definitely, I think it. Yeah, I just don't like when it gets conflated with uh, with actual talent. And I'm just bitter. People be like, "Oh, you're the wall ball guy." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm actually good." <laughs> I was good long before I started doing that on the wall. But anyway, but yeah, do you feel like across the board? I mean, obviously, this the Yale program has gone 
through right. the roof, but just across the board, the talent in college is. Oh, we were, we're so now we're at September 2nd, so we're recruiting kids now and we're looking at our lists. And it, the simple fact of the matter is we're trying to get the best guys available, but there's guys that are, you know, 20, 30, 40 deep on a list that can either play for us or beat us if they go somewhere else. That's wild. It's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. It's a beauty contest. Like that, every guy is really, really good. Uh huh. That's so. yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get back into that when we talk about, um, but yeah, I've, I've, that's how I feel watch. And a lot of players from my era, we would not make the team. Like that's not true. You, well, I would have made it, but <laughs> when they say it, I'm like, yeah, you'd be cut, <laughs> but no, the talent is the like the, the disparity of talent is, is so thin that the worst, like you said, the the 40th guy, and I don't just mean in recruiting, on the roster, when you see, say you're in a game that's a 10-goal game and the second line gets in, yeah. or the third or fourth line, you're like, who? Those guys. That are, kid could be starting yes, anywhere. At a lot of places. Um, we'll get back into that. but uh, So you your first coaching job was as assistant Delaware? at SUNY Potsdam. Oh, okay. For, I should have went months. deeper down your profile. I That's thought it was fine. at Delaware. We're trying to keep that one quiet. <laughs> and, then I, and, then I, and then I got hired as a head coach of a junior college, which was interesting. Um, I had 12 kids on my first team, which was really crazy. Lost yeah, how did that? It's just, it was just, uh-huh. you know, kids. We had kids come to practice, like, after three weeks. Yeah. It was a non-beauty pageant. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was an ugly pageant. Um, but you know, great. You know, kids tried hard and mm-hmm. and um, recruited some a lot of guys to that, and actually successfully recruited John Grant Jr. to that junior college. Well, and then that's were you the one to actually? Yeah, that's how we discover ended up this monster. Oh, I think I heard. Oh, yeah. So I knew Discov- that. No, nah, he was just, he was plenty discovered. I mean, that back then it was it was. Uh, what I would do is I would I would call kids that I thought were good. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to any camps. I didn't know any, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any idea. And then how I did would, you how did you yeah that you thought were good like you saw them like how did you? I just went by well you recruit, heard the word of mouth. No, well recruiting a lot of I'd recruit anybody from upstate New York that played. Okay. And, and, <laughs> but, but in truth, those are good parameters. It, but in truth, if those guys can play. They can help a junior college cross team. At yeah, the, you know, at just the time. like cold calling area codes <laughs> yeah, in upstate play? New York. Yeah. Do you, have you ever played? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a stick? No, but and uh, I started recruiting. I had a couple Native American kids uh, from Lafayette who uh, put me in touch with some Native American kids from uh, Aquasasne, and I've been talking to one of those guys. Who's I said, who's the best player in, that you play in junior lacrosse? And they said this. This one kid from Kenner Collegiate, number 88. And I kept hearing that, this, you know, mythical kid. That's amazing. And there's no, there's no internet video, so you're just working off. Well, there's internet. It the, well, know, I know. But, like, but there's yeah. no highlights or not ubiquitous. No, so. but it didn't, once again, it didn't matter. And, and to this day, like, I, my theory on box kids, and I tell my staff all the time, is they'll, this box kid will write us, and they'll start watching the film. I'm like, don't watch the film. They're like, why not? I'm like, just look at his stats. That for box kids, that's all that matters. Look at his goals. Wow. If he plays in that league and his goals are X, mm-hmm. then we can offensively. Yeah, yeah. But if I mean, if you watch a film, it, it matters. It certainly matters. But you know, guys go up to watch box games. American coaches going to watch box games. Like, what? What are you doing? 
You're absolutely wasting your time. <laughs> this is there's probably some coaches who are I'm sure listening they are. to this on, a, on to. a flight I've, headed to Toronto. And, well, and I've <laughs> gone to watch box games. I'm not a total <laughs> hypocrite. I guess I'm a hypocrite, but it's just it's just not. You've grown. You out don't know it. what you're watching. Uh huh. Like oh yeah, that guy's really good. Yeah yeah. You know and and you know I watched Junior A All Star game with with college coaches and. If, if you've ever seen that, you remember when you play, you play junior. Uh-huh. Did you see the junior All-Star game out west when you were out there? No? You didn't make it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> were you in the stands? I knew you didn't make it. I don't think I – That's a perfect point. You didn't I was make probably it. just bitter. Like, can't they see that I could be good? <laughs> <laughs> I have potential. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you're right. But you watch you're the saying... junior All-Star game, you're like, this, is, this looks like the Harlem Globetrotters. These uh, guys are yeah. incredible. Um, and that there, there definitely are. There's, there's value in that, but it, you want. I, for me personally, I want to see how much a guy can score, and so that's ultimately from that moment. It was like, okay, you know, John Grant was the only at the time. He was the only one to ever have three scoring titles in junior, and that was a big deal. He's one of two. Two guys did. Uh, Gaylord Paulus did it in the '50s or something like that. And Anyone since? Uh, since yes, I want to say. I, I did recruit a kid who was on track to get five and got zero, and he uh, didn't end up leaving UMass. But he would have been one of the better players ever at UMass. Mm-hmm. He was when he was fifteen. He was gonna. He was leading the league, and then he got in a fight and got kicked out. Isn't that know. kind of? He's got an edge. You should have taken him. We took him. Oh. <laughs> we absolutely took him. Oh, he came. He could have. He, he could have potentially had five. <laughs> we absolutely That's how, took him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good. So Junior trip. had three. He got we, Greg Cannell and I went to a drove all the way across New York to go to this tournament to watch this kid play a field tournament. And the first five minutes of the game, uh, he got kicked out. We were actually sitting at the scores table; we had nowhere else to sit. So he gets a penalty, and he's playing with all these guys that are four years older than him. And uh, he comes running off the field, and he's got like maybe six inches between him and this kid who's talking trash, who's absolutely twice his size. Mm-hmm. And he somehow coils in that moment and pops him, and the kid goes flying. Starts a bench clearing ball, kicked out of the tournament. And this was the the we on track seen, to have five. Yes, we kids. had seen we had seen him like for four minutes. And that's when you signed him. That's and where I'm, you really I'm the assistant coach. <laughs> yeah. Greg looks at me, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna get fired right here. Greg goes, We got to take this kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is our guy. Yeah. There's something to that though. Don't, yeah. You don't tell me. I was yeah. like, Okay, yeah, let's take him. If you can't get someone who actually fights metaphorically that's what you need you need a kid who's <laughs> yeah, exactly. who might do something like that exactly so what ju- you recruited junior to junior so then college he, junior college and then you know i was going to get out of coaching and i got hired at delaware he went home um and then he, you know he called me called my office to delaware and said i want to go to college and i said all right let's do it and then i guess maybe a year and a half later uh, we got him down there. We, we, I mean, when I was Delaware, we had, we had one and a half scholarships. We gave him a full ride. Mm-hmm. Did and you coach him at junior college though? Yeah. Was it apparent from the beginning that yeah, this was, kid was a monster? Was, yeah, it was. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like, all right, yeah. roll the balls out. Boy can score. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it to jump. We had a lot of good players. We were, you know, he, he, he broke, it was a, a two year school and he broke the all time scoring record, uh, six games into his freshman year. For four years. Oh, no, it's a two-year it, school. So it was he 80, broke it. 88 points. He, he had 80. No, it was 86 points. He had 88 points in six games. That adds up, having <laughs> played against and actually with him for a year. Right. Took my spot. Um, <laughs> but uh, What a likable guy. Oh, I love him. <laughs> um, so tell me about the Zamboni that you drove at Delaware. 
Because um, that's a story that I hear floating around. You've never heard it from me? I don't think I have. Yeah, well, Delaware, like I said, we, we didn't have a lot of scholarship money. I didn't make a lot of money. I made about $7,000 a year as the first assistant. And um, so I just did a million jobs. I, you know, I worked at UPS in the middle of the night, and I, I bartended and worked landscaping. So you just kind of scrape it together as best you can. Mm-hmm. And uh, the opportunity I had was to work in the Delaware has two ice rinks next to our next to where my office was, and it's a world tr- famous training facility. So, um, Oksana Biola was a former Olympian. You remember that name? That I do. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, she was training figure men. skater. Yes, she was training men uh, at the time, and uh, so I went over there, and they said we need somebody to drive it from five in the morning to like eleven. I was like, sweet. So I would basically my office would be on the the Zamboni, like if I had to like do recruiting notes or whatever or something, I just have it in my little booklet and I do work there and the bell would ring time to cut the ice, go cut the ice and go back. And yeah, you're, doing, you're doing other stuff. You're like managing a rink. Uh, yeah. Like the coolant and all that stuff, but, um, cooking some churros and whatnot. <laughs> for the snack yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> high end stuff. <laughs> churros. It's a lot of different things that went into the gig, but I won't get into it. <laughs> So yeah, so I got to do that, and and then uh, I would like middle of the morning, about maybe like ten o'clock, I would just punch out and go back, go to the office, which is right there. Mm-hmm. It's actually very convenient. Um, I was only cutting the ice like every once once every forty minutes, and you know, <laughs> pretty good. I like that you, you you're of the Zamboni game. Cutting the ice is very that's yeah, the the vernacular, yeah, that's yeah, the terminology, yeah, the jargon, exactly. if you will. Exactly. Well, that's how you get in the union. Yeah. <laughs> is so. there a Zamboni union? No, I don't know. Maybe you should start one. Maybe. But so, I could. I told. I wait, told didn't our, that go? Didn't you get fired though? I got it's the only job I ever got fired till now. So that I don't fired. really care about anything but the firing. So let's get into that. <laughs> so I've told this story before. <laughs> oh, I've told in an interview. Story. Yeah, yeah. I, told, oh. I actually did it. Uh, I think Kark asked the question, but I. Oh well, I, uh, let's let's move on. You got it's fired. A good story. You did, oh, so you pulled onto the ice at the wrong time, right? Yeah, I angered Oksana Bayul. That's what happened. Oh, and she was like. Because she was gone. she was legendary for taking the amount of time that I took, because I only had like I don't even I forget what it was, five or ten minutes to cut the ice. I don't even know. Uh huh. And then if I couldn't cut it in time, I do a sloppy job, and I'm a perfectionist, you know, with cutting the ice. So, so you took a while. Well, no, she would she would do her routine for like two or three minutes into my time. Oh. So she's okay. supposed to be off the ice. Yeah. So after a while, it, it got to the point in time it was like getting to getting to be spring, and I really couldn't. Oh, so you just went on. You knew that. I, it, when she came down the wall to whatever, she's in, into her move, I backed out on the ice, and she almost hit the broadside of the Zamboni. That's a good firing, though. You power moved her. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? A, that's, not, that's not a mistake. It was, a blaze, a, it was definitely a blaze of glory. Yeah. And she was swearing at me and rushing, and I just cut the ice and Did you know you home? were going to be fired? I knew by the, time I, by the time I got to the front of the rink, I knew I was – do you think if that didn't happen that you'd still be cutting the ice or you'd be here? I've asked to cut the ice here for <laughs> Yale hockey. Have the, that they would have be not, a great promo. They have not allowed me to do it. I want to do it. I like that idea. I wouldn't you, give up on you it. Admit it. <laughs> I've, been, I've skated that ice a few times. Not yeah. while the after hours. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a few friends the, uh, on the hockey team. The uh, Coach Lane, I don't think, has, has signed up on it yet. i got to ask him. Mm-hmm. Well, once you give him your illustrious resume of getting fired, I think if Delaware, he just, I don't yeah, know if how he, he just wouldn't. watches how I cut it. Uh huh. There was t- there was one time I got early in the morning. I was <laughs> I was cutting the ice and 
or I thought I was cutting it, and somebody had flooded it the, the day before, and uh, took the, you take the blades up when you do that, and they didn't put them down. That's what gives you the drag or uh-huh. So I came up to one end of the ice and went down to the other, and I was going too fast and had nothing to slow me down and went sideways into the into the boards, de- like dislodged the boards, stalled the thing out, flooded the whole thing, and, and the whole thing froze on the on the ice. Froze into it. Yes. And uh, that didn't get me fired somehow. I was going to say, are you tr- – Maybe the maybe it was a, it was a confluence of your many. Dick, yeah, many yeah. I, th- that was just the icing on the cake was the Oxana Biola. And you're also building a poor case for driving the Yale one. <laughs> so, um, True. So you're at – that was at Delaware. And then you went to UMass. Was that – That was – Were you looking for that? Like how does that the, – the D1 coach or coaching in general – Right. Are you privy to when an opening is gonna? Is that totally? Yeah, it's like a summer circuit. You're at you're at like back then you go to 205 and, and you know peak 200 or whatever, and and you know you'll hear from somebody that hey so and so's either getting out or they're moving on or they're getting this job, and um, you know I'd known Greg, we had played against each other and in, in, you know UMass and Delaware had played, and uh, you know I was in I, I wasn't making any money at Delaware. I was making. And it didn't make a ton of money at UMass, but it was a raise and it was full time and it was benefits and some, you know, opportunity to go there um, and work for, you know, working with Greg Canella. Greg Canella and Bob Schillingla could not be further from each other on the stylistic. It's unbelievable. But no, but I can't, I can, I don't know if I can point to one who has greater value and what, who influenced me. It's, it's really amazing. Like they're both, they're both so being in their lane, which is like I said, they're on opposite sides. They're so good at, at what they do. Like, Shills knows, has too many thoughts in his head, and tries a million things. And he's like a you know he's a Wikipedia lacrosse. Greg is he still coaching? No, okay. no. Um, Greg is maybe the most disciplined guy I've ever met. He does, you know, I say like you know September second. He's doing exactly what he did last September second right now. Like this is what he does, and so to have. He really helped me learn how to kind of pare things down. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no wasted. There's no wasted time at practice. There's no, you know, wasted drills. It's got to have a point. And um, both of them honestly really, really helped. I can't imagine I'd be. You know, I I can't imagine what kind of coach I'd be without working mm-hmm. with both those guys. Do you think that's pretty standard across um, Division One, at least college coaching, uh, kind of? having echoes of where you were an assistant or do you think some guys just how much of how much are you half canella and half shilling am i saying it right yeah shilling shilling and how much of it is something that you developed on yeah, your own that's here a good, that's a good point i mean honestly my father was a basketball coach so i for as long as i've been doing it i've tried to emulate him so i guess it's unfair to say mm-hmm. if it's a pie graph it's not two two slices you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but those two were a pretty big part, pretty big influence. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, w- I would, ex- I would hope that other assistants that become head coaches, you know, do the same thing. But yeah, I, I take the good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And is it like people. here every year? Does the pie graph grow in the Andy Shea category? Like, are you develop? Are you? I'm. I'm. Yes. I think. Well. I think so. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think I've changed a lot in my definitely 18 years. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. Oh yeah. I changed a lot in your four years, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I think I've 
I'm, I'm, I'm getting older and simpler. I don't know. It's really strange. But I can... I, I don't. Older and simpler in, like, an efficiency manner, or you just no. know what you like? I, with respect to the game, I just don't... I don't want... When I was younger, it could be... The way I thought of it would be completely complex uh-huh. layers well i think that your your box story is a, a good example where it's like i'm not going to watch the game just <laughs> show me the stat sheet that's a seasoned vet where it's like you still like go to watch <laughs> you're probably going to do that in five years with field lacrosse where you're like oh, right. i don't i don't recruit <laughs> i just check stats um, probably, yeah. that is interesting though to to think about like how much of of your style is because I think it when you first or at least when I during your early years with me so 2009 that that yep. year pretty much uh, I don't know how Canela coaches but it, it it was definitely like a hard-nosed like less of a player's coach kind of like a that was like, your freshman year yeah but that's the, that's the year you're supposed to think that it's oh, oh I got so then you warm up to me as I get older I think everybody. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I personally think, and that's not, that's not, that's not a plan. Like I'm just gonna be yeah, meeting yeah. you as a freshman. It's yeah, like, yeah. I well, think, you were, but <laughs> I think freshman year, uh-huh. you make mistakes. Like, Definitely. You know? Well, I more meant as your general temperament then versus now. Not just to me. Then versus now, you have definitely become more laid back generally. And yeah. I think I think that's there's probably some merit to that. I do think there's some you get some distance, and you and I have. I mean, we're we're close. We talk all uh-huh. the time, so it's, I don't think you. That's I think that's you probably think back like if you were a freshman now you'd like you would laugh at. Well, you're yeah, laughing, well, you're never, laughing that. Never took it too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> don't get there was no real enemy. I just mean your style changed. I think you. I don't know if it's like. So let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Because of, I watched your these podcasts. You mm-hmm. said that you. Should have gone to Albany. Well, but that's just being facetious. That's just the microphone talk. But, yeah, I think if I did, I would have been cut loose. I would have scored. But you were cut loose here. I'm just kidding. I wasn't cut loose. What you, do you mean? You you, you, you high-fived a ref in a game. I did. <laughs> but if I throw it behind the back, it's hitting the guy in the head. Because you should be like, listen, expect behind the backs from certain <laughs> players. That's yeah. the... Okay, but I wasn't holding you back. I just for sure. I wasn't no. fanning your flame. Of course, oh, okay. and I'm just joking. I was I never going to be anything too much better than I was here. I'm just. I know. I just. It's I, I just envy the like. You should wear sandals to practice, like oh. Scotty Mar. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I don't actually think I know. that. I, I, I just. There's a certain. St- they've got a. But I would. But I. But I. But I'm not an overcoacher. No, no, right, no, no, right. no. By all means, and that wasn't the point. My, the point of me saying I should have went to Albany was less to speak about Yale and more to speak about Albany. Got it. And because I'm talking to an Albany guy, I'm trying to pump his tires. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah. So why? How do you end up here? I think that's a good. Like uh, when this job opens up, what is this job? So this Yale. Job, that was what 2007 or uh, no? Oh uh, three. Yeah. 2009 was your sixth year. My first year, right? So I. I we had always played Yale at Delaware, and you never you never saw the campus when you come you go to Smilo, and you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And it was it was this this building was obviously not it's a lot nicer now than it, than it was then, but um, I had always heard at the time like yeah Yale's not in a nice area, you know what I mean. Uh huh. Um, and I was at UMass, and I was 
I don't know why, but I came to New Haven to for to to a, it was like a birthday party at bar. So I drove down to New Haven, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go see the campus. I saw, I drove on campus, and I could not believe how nice it was. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely stunned. I'm like, this is the nicest place I've ever seen. Um, and instantly, I'm thinking of like all the times that people had said to me, like, oh yeah, it's well, it's a great degree, but it's whatever. And obviously, there's you know, there's there's some not so nice parts of town, which, you know, I guess when I saw the campus, I was like, this is unbelievable. If this job ever opens up, because at the time they had had a couple of good years, um, you know, in the eighties, nineties, they were really good. But you know, if you go back a hundred years, there wasn't a ton of, wasn't a long tradition of decades of success. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that excited me. So oh, so little blips on the radar where they were good, but yeah, there was I never. Mean, you know, they they won the first Ivy title. They won in '55. They won it, and they won '66. And and um, you know, in the '70s, um, I don't know if they won one in the '70s, but they, you know, in the '80s, obviously they were good. And then they'd fallen off a little bit. And then in '03, I got the job. Um, but it was it, as soon as it opened, I was like, this is I. Of all the jobs, this is exactly what I want. This mm-hmm. is perfect. It's it's. It's a really difficult job. It's a place that most people don't think can do it. Nobody's gonna, I'm single. I'm, I'm, you know, nobody's gonna expect anything of me. That what's, what's the worst that happens? I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, for the most part, I think I was right. You know, I thought I thought I, I thought I could do. If I got a certain number of p- spots that year, I thought that we could kind of head in that direction and. Um, then Yale started cutting back spots, so it was it was a bad time to take the job. So, well, but yeah, I was more interested in the the mentality of this is a school that hasn't really went on a good consistent run right. and upward tra- like you were chomping at the bit at that. I was like I, that wasn't off putting. No, you were like, oh, was, this I'm going to turn this around and I'm going to take us on. First thing I did was I looked up how many double digit win seasons they had in. 130 years and it was nine or maybe it's seven maybe, it maybe nine that's pretty bad well i mean it's a little bit of a slanted statistic i mean they were they played three games in 1881 oh, okay you know what i mean double win seasons double digit win seasons winning seasons okay so winning seasons winning seasons it, it, even that i got that. that'd be a good one to look at too but uh-huh. uh, but my thought was would like to win double digit games and you've heard me say that you probably might not remember it you weren't paying attention yeah i, I listened to almost nothing you said but, but but that's a big, you know, winning double digits here is an accomplishment. It's a it big is. deal. So um, that was what I looked at. Like, this, this, this could be this could be great. Uh, you know, and I, and I didn't think to look too deeply into it or, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's not an easy place to win. It's different. It's a very different place. Um, but it's, it's definitely been the hardest challenge of my career. But it's, it's obviously working out. Yeah, you've done pretty Thank well, I must say. Um, I'm wondering, so from like a recruiting standpoint, and that's what, when you're looking at the Yale job, right? So the job comes up, you're at UMass. Right. Obviously, the type of individual that you get that goes to UMass and goes to Yale from the outside is very different. Very different. You think, uh, you know. Bow ties and boat shoes. Versus, yeah, you're yeah. just thinking like these kids are just going to be. But no, and hit, that's that's and that. But that's my. Are they as different as, as 
when no. you came here, were you, you like, are, wow, they're just all you are small the young as... primates that don't know what they're doing? Right. No. It, one of the things that led to my consideration of the job was that when I was at UMass, the year before I took this job, we got our, our butts kicked on this field as bad as I've ever felt. 2002? Physically, just, yeah, 2002. Um, Tucker Foote was a captain. Mike Scaglione, Eric Wenzel, Noah Glass, like those guys. It was a, it was a, you know, Brad Liff. It was, it was a beatdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never felt when I was at UMass. I never felt like physically we were ever overmatched in any game. Anybody we played, like just like we, I felt like we were a tougher team than almost everybody played. And that day I was like, that was that was humbling. And then when on my interview, Mike Scaglione um, was stuck around to, to, you know, Mike, right? Yeah, I've met him. He gave me a tour of campus, and we talked for like two hours about just him, that game, and mentality and all that stuff. And um, and I felt that those he and all those guys were just like you guys and these guys. It's just it's the same attitude. It's like – it's not um, – it doesn't have to be the upper crusty type place that people think it is. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't think it is. Um, and we recruit that way. We want normal people that are, that are – I don't know. I see normal. It's not So when you came insulting. in and you take the job, <laughs> we want just average folks. Um, <laughs> no, when you came in and took the average job, was everything. there some overlap of uh, – Upper crusters? Was there? Was it like? Well, and you know all that. You, you, some of your teammates are some of the uh, oh, from at, some of those well-off families. That, I'm asking for the people. I know what I think. I guess my point would be, it. You can grow up in those households and still be. Oh, tough. okay. I got you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that that was another point that I. Yeah, there isn't. I find I, I found that like people who want to be academically rigorous, can be mislabeled as. Oh, well, he's just a, you know, whatever. He got a, right. A, what is the max SAT score? I wouldn't know. Sixteen hundred in my day. Yeah. yeah. I actually remember I came into your office one time and I said, "Who's got the lowest SAT on the sco- on the team?" And I had who I thought in mind, and then there was like a minute pause. You're like, "You." And I was like, "Wow, you couldn't just pled the fifth on that and just say, uh, don't worry about it." Um, but. My point is that like there's this. No, you, you didn't have the lowest. The, oh, I didn't. No. There we go. What? You must that must freshman you were just being mean freshman yeah, year it was, it, was that, no, it was that strategy. That was, yeah, that was the... <laughs> um but yeah, I found that there's like a strong correlation between people who are very academically driven and people who were very athletically to a degree, right? Obviously if someone's just a bookworm and they don't play sports, right. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people who actually were committed they're, they're to sport, very competitive and if anything, I took notes from them on like Maybe I need to go – like, this guy isn't going to play. He has a 4.0, but he goes this hard in the weight right. room. I'm definitely playing. Right. Maybe I should take something out of their book, no pun intended. But right. I feel like that's a, a, a false idea that to be so academically inclined, you're not – you're soft, right? I feel like th- – Yeah, there's pro- no doubt about it. Yeah, but this program is a good example of that. Is yeah, I think – well, you know, first of all, the, a lot of the kids that we get – are just super diligent. Like That's you can't exactly. 
almost everybody we get. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're self-deprecating, but you 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 can't be you can't get to the level you've gotten without being oh, diligent. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and and that's if you give them a good cookbook from there, the sky's the limit. I think it, like Michael Kesey was, you know, he was I think he was second team All American senior year. He was unrecruited by Dartmouth and Williams. They told him he could walk on if he got in. We offered him a spot. He's the most diligent kid maybe we've ever had. Ends up being an All-American midi for us. 2016, he was like our best midi. You know what I mean? Like They should be NIL. Is that what it is? They should be paying him to go there. They missed that one. He was a he was a undervalued high school recruit. But uh, just like California kid. Yeah. But, it could, you know. And he scored that goal that went in. He did score that goal. Against Maryland. Was that in the playoffs? Down. That was the first round of NCAA. That was a scam. For all you listeners, go that back was, and look. Was, so it was a heartbreaker. It was. Especially, why didn't, do they review things There's now no, in college? No. They only review, I think they review if it's timing-wise, if they if they got it off in time or something like that. Like we, have, why, we have the technology, do, what do why can't we do it? I know, so you think they should. Oh, yeah. Like, why wouldn't we just see what happened? Exactly. Well, like the Virginia-Maryland goal. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that's how Maryland won. We would have won that year if we played. We would have won that year, yes. Science proves that we would have. You'll get another one. (laughs) Um, What about the face-off? I wasn't going to bring this up, but now that I'm. Did TD ask you to bring that up? No. He's going to get it. I I want it gone. No, I don't. No, I don't. I, do, I love I loved Lyle's point, though, about the fact that, I mean, I, I, I'm doing the sixes thing, and there's only, you know, just face off every quarter, uh-huh. um, which is, you know, everybody gets to play. That's a, it's a, that's a really good point. I just feel like the face off is, as where we are right now, it provides college opportunities for kids who are putting a lot of effort in, you know, and ultimately they end up being, for the most part now, like more like kickers than 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 it, analogous to, to another sport. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, I think they, that's a good They point. have their own practice off to the side, and they yeah. do their thing. Don't come and, near us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that we, we're messing with it so much. Sometimes we get it. I think that the 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 last adjustment to it I, I think is ridiculous. Um, the, the That's the, the stand-up? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like – Like, uh, why can't we just – and that's a good comparison between football. Why can't we just – look at it and be content with the sport itself it's i like, don't know you could easily look at football and be like why is this guy he's kicking the ball well and you know going back just like just like lacrosse oh, if you foot, go back 60 foot, years football that makes sense well no but if you go back 60 years i uh-huh. guess we're old i'm older than that but you go back 70 years the, the quarterback was the punter and kicker and he just drop kick it and like that was a skill that he had to do mm-hmm. just like john reese used to face off and score 80 something goals which mm-hmm. is absurd um, I think it's just harder now. This guys are better at doing other things. Specialized, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, you know, I had the best face-off guy that's ever played. So I, I really enjoyed it yeah, <laughs> those, <yeah>. those years. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, those we've were, always had a good face-off. Those guy. were good times. Yeah, going going back, yeah. you know, all the way back, Dan Callagher, Greg Duboff, mm-hmm. Dylan Levings, good Connor lineage, Mackey, good yeah. lineage. Max Rodman was a the peak of which is Kevin DeCepolo, T.D. Erlin. Yes, you're yes. just naming every person, but <laughs> I could not name Dar. Right? <laughs> well, no, I know. I'm just saying you're. I, I probably missed something. You don't want to pump T.D. Backs. So you're just thinking back to give every 
every person their credit. But TD deserves his loan credit. He's the best. In my my mind, he's the best that's ever done it. Yeah. And, you know, when I talk about him, you know, nominating for awards, Yale or whatever, I'm like, you need to understand, he's the best that's ever played. Yeah. His position. Yeah. Absurd. It is absurd. Yeah. So, so you got to give credit. And where he didn't come as, I had to teach him those things. He was a he was an attackman. When he if came. he didn't go to Yale, you'd have been like away with the face off. <laughs> <laughs> We got to drop this thing. It's like a kicker. Kicker? What is a kicker? <laughs> but uh, we t- you touched on it earlier, and uh, I mean, you kind of said your philosophy, and especially given that you admitted that simplicity, you go with the easy route. You kind of said it. Recruiting-wise, you were like, oh, I just get normal. Like, how challenging is it to get people smart enough to get into Yale that are, you know, are blue-collar? Like, a, like yeah. It's getting harder to find public school kids, to be honest with you, because um, this year, especially, I don't know if it's, I don't know why this is, but there's a lot of, lot more kids that are going to private school now. Um, I don't know if it's in political times. I don't know if it's, uh, these people realize this is their, their avenue to get the kid to co- play college across, mm-hmm. but there's just not as many kids that are going to public school. And we lump shaman at him with the public school guys, even though you paid really? tuition. Yeah. Why? Because it's not a, it's a parochial school. It's not a private school. It is private, obviously. But, yeah. Um, but it's not like college tuition also, private. No, no, it's, it's not. But we, we have a special relationship with Chaminade and all of you guys have it's done. good pipeline. Yeah. All of you guys have done well and you've all been tough players. So that's what we kind of equate that. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I like that. So. But, you know, there's – and once again, we get we get guys from your teammates from private schools. We just want to know that they are – Non-private school guys. <laughs> no, they're, they're tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And w- so there's no formula there. There's no – is there – It's we, it's year to year, a formula. There, we do we do actually look at the where the All-Americans are from mm-hmm. um, and kind of, kind of make sure just – we are we looking in the right areas and it's, it's starting to creep around the country. It used to be upstate New York, Suffolk County, Philly, Maryland, New York state Catholic, New England. Now it's Texas, California. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there's kids from all over. It's crazy. You just got to bring them in and teach them how to handle the stick, right? Maybe, maybe (laughs) you're gripping it too tight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so is there – I mean, that's a how, – how often do you really want a kid, he's wildly talented, and then you meet him and you're like – like, does that happen? Yes. Whereas you so meet – and, and the parents? Huh? You know, you meet – like, my parents came in and you're probably like, I don't really know about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you kidding me? I'm just kidding. I haven't seen your parents Or my while. brother came in. He had a good recruiting trip. You know what he did. I'm well aware of what he did. He's the first one yeah. we ever lost. He was a missing persons. Yeah, he went MIA. But then you apologized to my parents. And, and my parents and were like. your mother said, you, you have nothing to apologize for. Yeah, why are that you. That was the first time I was ever off campus for a recruiting visit. I had Would he, was he at the hospital or something? No, I was. It was I, I, oh, you weren't here. I, I went to a buddy's uh, bachelor party. And I'm like, I shouldn't leave town. It was in Rhode Island. But for some reason. Oh, wow. You know, I ended up. You know, driving back that night, but 
he got the call, and I'm like, I would much rather be home right now so I could just be right on campus. Yeah. So it wasn't wasn't in an hour or whatever difference, but um, yeah. So he went he went full alien abduction, and yeah. And, uh, your mother was your mother's response. Honestly, told me right away. This is a, this is a kid. Yeah, we, we got to sign him. We got to. He went guy. MIA, and yes, his parents yes. didn't care. <laughs> 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 this is our type. Um, yeah, that's good. So yeah. So, but how often does it go in the other other direction? How often do we lose recruits? Yeah, is it like you meet them, or it's like you have on paper you're exactly what I'm looking for, but then they come in, and I don't know what is it about them. Maybe they're a little bit. Does a kid ever come in and be arrogant, yes. or you just get a bad feeling? Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. It's bad. Like, I don't know. I, I have a hair trigger for... Everything? Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> I'm unsettled. <laughs> unstable. I, I, I didn't think that you'd say that that would happen. I would think that most recruits would just be keep their mouth shut and be... We have kids that, like, snap at their parents. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like... So then we'll go on the tour. And I, I if I call them out there, then I embarrass the parent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so we'll go on a tour and I'll get a little distance with the kid and the parents will be with an assistant. And I'll just be like, hey, man, for the record, if you talk to your parents like that, what are you going to say to me? And they'll yeah, be like, really? Uh, yeah. That is a. And then drop them like third period French. That you know, is, get your dig in before. That's you. actually making me want to get into the coaching game. It's like a reality show. <laughs> Listen, you think you could talk to your dad like that? <laughs> Meet no, me in the like, alley. <laughs> these kids, are just they just, you know, and I'm, I, listen, my, my kids talk back to me. They're but kids, it's like, yeah. 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 It happens, but at the same time, you just see, like, you, you're going to flaunt your disrespect in front of a guy you're trying to exactly, get to, yeah. give That's you the keys to this place. I did not expect oh, I that. Could, I could write a book on the, the – stupid things these kids your brothers would have a chapter in there with the uh yeah he, you open it with him yes <laughs> but that's what chapter. to do yes yes how to get a go yeah. missing <laughs> <laughs> i actually did not like i thought that it would be like what percentage of we're gonna take this kid is said and done before you actually meet them is it like we just we will talk to as many people as we can within the rules to know what the kid's about mm-hmm. um you know, we just we don't want we don't want to find out freshman year like wow he's really because there's there's guys that'll be like oh yeah you really want him he's a great kid and then you talk to someone else and you're like you might want to you might want to ask about this situation this story or you go or down whatever. a little wormhole yeah and you know it's we're not looking for perfect human beings you know not look, out there no but a big part for us now is is getting kids. Like now we're we're recruiting kids that other schools are really all over, so now I have to be like a good recruiter. Like I gotta, which I'm not good at. You know I'm not good at that. Yeah, but that's um, well, in a way you are, but you're not you're not over the top, like like a hotel. No, I'm not like kid, the guy at the hotel. Is like let me take your bag. Yeah. No, you like never talk to your mother like that again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so that's a this is a good transition like the recruit like the recruiting from when you were a program clawing to be relevant in the right. ivy league to you know we're top five like right where you know people want to come here what how different is it how you know is it like shooting fish in a bucket um 
No, it's different because now you're not – I think when we com- – like we competing against guys for you, you were one of the more recruited guys that we ever went after, which was difficult. Um, right now, I think we get, we get certain guys that look at other schools, but um, we don't – now I guess, I guess it's hard to say. The, the Yale, Yale always recruits itself. So like it, it felt like the guys that were recruiting last time, like they're they're ready to jump on like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Michael Kesey's looking at, you know, Dartmouth if he can get in on his own, and Williams maybe. You know what I mean? You know, um, nobody, not many people recruited Tyler Warner, not many recruited people recruited Ben Reeves, um, not many That's people recruited your brother. Astonishing. Um, you know, so it, I think that for us, I would rather go after a kid that not a lot of people think is that good. Uh-huh. But we have to recruit all these guys that everyone thinks is good. I think a big thing for us is, is making sure a kid sees a practice. That's the big – going back to we, – we had a kid committed to us on the spot when you punched Peter Johnson in the face and, and knocked his helmet off. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Right, right down. I remember that. Right well, there. which time? <laughs> <laughs> I'd always get into fist fights with him because he was so good and he'd just hack me. Right. And then – you punch him in the face. <laughs> but you popped him in the face, and his helmet, his helmet came off on the, with the punch. And the kid was like, I want to come here. Yeah. And that that moment then right there, I was like, we should – this is what we should do. We should bring kids to practice because then we're going to get kids that are like that. Yeah. And then it gets to the point where the players would go over the top and do something. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. They see a it's mom like, listen, in the we stands. Have a, we have a recruit in town. Someone <laughs> yeah. bring a chain. Right, right. <laughs> Switch blade. Yeah. I remember that, actually. Yeah. Wow. But that is another good transition. Because I, I, the, the pra- I mean, I know what it was for me. It's hard practice. Like, what is the – is that the no-wasted time thing you said earlier? Right. Like, what is the guiding – like, the tenets of practice? Is it – what are they? What are the, what is the theme of a practice here? Uh, it's fast. It's we don't we don't go more than for really any period of practice. We won't go more than unless it's a fully instructional. We won't go more than five or six minutes. Um, the same practice, honestly, the same practice plans, other than mm-hmm. a new new grouping of drills that we do now that I think are are pretty valuable. Um, but it's basically the same stuff that you did, same exact stuff. Like did you? How what, much, what did, you? Go ahead. Did you run? Do you remember running? At, you remember doing around sprints? the field when I came late? No. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I came late. You said start running, and then I ran for warm ups. And then I came in, and you're like, keep running. I ran the whole practice. About to call my mom. <laughs> but I, go, what, I don't remember that. I don't think that happened. You were. Oh, it did. Freshman year, I slept through it. I came late, like four minutes late too. And you said, do a lap. So I did the laps, and then you guys came in after war- – and I came in, and you said, what are you doing? People were setting up water jugs for me over here like I was running the marathon. They, that, good, good to know that you don't remember it, though. So. Well, apart from that, though, did you remember running sprints ever? I don't really think so. We do, like, 17s, but that might have been during – For, like – we used to – now – well, I shouldn't say We that. didn't run. Yeah. I felt like the drills were the – That's the run. Yeah. That's, that's the big MO is – make the drills as fast as possible and and like we're gonna go today for the first time and it's gonna be slow because it's gonna be instructional uh-huh but i think that our freshmen are gonna be like that's 
That's not light, slow. That's lightning fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it's not. Like, you got to be. So, I don't know. I just, I like to, I like to go as fast as possible and get as many things done and, you know, make sure the drills are fun. Like, I know it sounds stupid and corny, but it's true. Like, I don't. Yeah. Have your odd People man. don't want to listen to me talk. Like, just, we're going to play and you guys are going to, we're going to do fast breaks. It's going to be awesome. And I don't know. I'd like to know that, that, that practice is fun for the guys that are in it. I think it's a unique sport and that you know, I can't imagine wrestling practice is fun. No, the, pra- F- the football practice wasn't fun. fun. You know no, what I mean? No, no, no. Of course not. Like, I think lacrosse practice should be fun. but It was. Yeah. It kept me probably alive, really, <laughs> I'm, like without realizing it. Like now that I'm not playing, I right. have to find other ways to remain alive. <laughs> and, uh, I don't have the the structure of of a practice. It was nonstop once you got here, like you said. Right. You'd literally run to the net. You switch sides on the field, and right. the next thing would start. I don't really know if that's obviously when I played pro for a number of years. We're not running to the next no. drill. Not for that paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll see you there in a minute. Let me get some Gatorade. Um, no, I think you hit the nail on the head. Just like a high octane practice. Yeah, and, then and, as and you, I don't, I don't, I for and probably to a fault. I need to, like that's my insecurity of how fast it is. Like it, I need it to be. You need it to replicate incom- incomparably faster than every, everywhere else. Gotcha. Like yeah. I just need it to be lightning fast. Like if co- the assistant coach is talking too much, dude, shut up. We got to keep going. Yeah. Like, like. These, you know, my assistants would be like, I need 10 minutes for this. And I'd be like, you got four. <laughs> Good luck. After practice, you can <laughs> yeah. pull them aside. Yeah. I you like know, that. and I just want to keep it, keep it going. So that's, that's kind of how, you know, when we, and we go to other colleges and I see it and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, if it's, if it's really fast, I'll get, well, I got to go up and we got to go back home and rip those guys. And yeah. Get I mean, going. there's probably some coaches who are listening that are going to go too fast now yeah, they're going to yeah. be like hear what shay's doing up there <laughs> he's going to be like there is a line yes. right where it's like yes. we're going to do 30 seconds four on threes no um yeah that's how it felt for me practicing here it felt like once you began to sweat the time between then and the end of the practice was a zone state like there was no yeah. and, and that's, actually that's 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 the goal that's actually a problem that I had in, with pro pre- – I mean, I would never, like, call the boys in and be like, we need to restructure practice because <laughs> it's the MLL. But I would always be, like, a, a hungry do- – I'm like, let's go. Like, I want to do the next rep. Right. I want to do the next thing. I don't want to stand around. But we do – you know, so, And that's are- the beauty of this place. You don't have time. Like, we don't – we start practice February 1st. We have 10, you know, roughly 10 practices in the fall. If you have two – if an alumni game and a, and a competition date. Mm-hmm. Like how do you can't get that? No, stuff you can't. In. Yeah, you can't you know catch I mean? up with the other. So it's like you want to be as fast as you can, without rushing it too much, and get you know get everything done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's the beauty of coaching here is these kids remember everything that you do. So it's like if I don't remember a drill or how we did defended somebody or what we did, invariably, it could be three years later. Kids was a freshman to senior. He'd be like. Well, that was when we did this. Yeah. I'm like, okay, thank God. You yeah, guys run you that. Remember that? <laughs> no, I, li- I like the practice style here. It's definitely uh, legitimately miss it. Like, mi- even when I was playing still, I'm like, well, well when you're coming, I'm we thinking, I'm like, be... I, would, I would love to do a, now that you're here, to have a, do a full practice. We're not going to be able to do it, but, um, 
Well, I'll come we can, back. We can edit that out. Yeah. If we're going to cheat today. No, no, no. We'll come back. Um, so do you feel like there's been phases of your time here where it's like, and you always said turns like an ocean liner. What's mm-hmm. that quote? Meaning, yeah. Uh, like a ocean liner doesn't turn on a Yeah. Dime so it takes time to make changes, especially at a, right. a you know, program. I hope it doesn't turn back quickly. Yeah. My jet ski back the other way. <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel like there's been... Uh, like phases or do you feel like it's been a steady turn do you feel like there's been moments where it's like oh we took a, a real turn or it's always just been an upward because tra- no, it, it has been an upward it's trajectory been an upward trajectory i think the big thing when i first got hired was trying to get as many guys that were that could supplant the talent that we had mm-hmm. so like you know i need to the guys that we recruited have to be better than the guys we have which is a very difficult thing to do mm-hmm. on a college level um, and it gets harder and harder the more talent that we get. Um, you know, I've changed, uh, you know, Brian Kane changed me one million. Like, I can't even tell you. And he's a psychologist, right? Yes, or I'm a, sorry. I say it's like, yeah, yeah. like it's just you and I talking. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah I mean, Brian, Brian's a sports psychologist that worked with our team um, and did a lot of crazy stuff. He's, he's, you know, he's a fun guy. He's a little bit P.T. Barnum, a little bit. Yeah, had a swollen know. fire. and yeah bending rebar with our necks and yeah all that stuff and um <laughs> breaking boards there yeah. like it's stupid some liability stuff yeah we'll exactly keep, we'll keep low exactly. on it exactly it's a statute of limitations on that rebar <laughs> yeah. infection i have such a bad idea <laughs> you want to talk tetanus <laughs> i'm like we're really gonna do this um no but he, but he you know i think he he had value for i think you guys but he had so much value for me in teaching me to not worry about the end result like just worry about getting better today it's like i can't believe i lasted i can't believe i've made that far my coaching career without understanding the value of that and and everyone says it, yeah get better every day like no but really like now it's like to the granular level like like that's all we focus on Mm -hmm. it's crazy so that's a turning point is big time treating every day like a a game in itself big time like a like a play it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, play, yeah, yeah. Not, oh, I got you. You're going even deeper yeah. than me. You're good at this. Yes. <laughs> Not a day, every play. Well, that's and that's something that you do. You find it hard to keep that going, especially given your success now. Um, yeah, big time. Well, that's 2019 some- was really hard because it's like you go into that season and it's it's every these poor kids and me and everyone just just wants to win the national championship on the first day of the season. It's like yeah. you can't. You know, you just – as good as that team was, and it was a very good team, it was just a ridiculous amount of pressure on them that I probably didn't handle well mm-hmm. well enough. You know, and, and then you address it, and now it's – now it's now it's bigger because you're talking about it. Like, you don't have to win the national team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't forget, we really want to win. We probably team. should win, given <laughs> what we've got here. But is that – let's actually talk about that. Like – was that for you? Were you shocked when you won the national championship, or do you feel was, like it absolutely. was like, oh, we've we've we're finally here? No, I and think there really hadn't been a day since I started coaching that I haven't thought of that from when I was in my twenties. Like mm-hmm. I just, every single day, just like would be great. And then you know you get to be my age, and you're at a a situation in a program that maybe isn't. And that's the unfortunate thing about lacrosse is not a lot of programs are set up to do that. You know what I mean? So it's like, then you come to the realization, like, maybe this will never happen for me. 
like I think I'm pretty good at this, but mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I'll never be able to say that I have a national championship. You yeah. know what I mean? You just look at the list of who hasn't won one, and you're like, that's it, long. It's tough. <laughs> who has won one? There's been some phenomenal coaches that have coached in the MAC. Mm-hmm. Don't schedule those guys. are going to get mad at me, but they're, it's going to be hard for those teams to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just set up for an ACC dominance over the years. and um, So, you know, I think that, that – that's always in the back of my mind. And I think going into that game before we won it, I was thinking, like, is this really going to happen? You know, I, I talked to Greg Cannella the morning they played Virginia in the 2006 uh, national championship game. And he said, he goes, I said, you guys can win this. He said, I know. He said, he goes, this, you know, you don't know if you're ever going to get back. So. Mm-hmm. Did they I, win that? Oh, they lost to Virginia. That was was a, that like Sean? The scary thing is Sean Morris, Sean Mar- yeah. Jack Reed. And mm-hmm. The scary thing is that team – any other year probably wins one. That Virginia team was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, maybe the same could be said, said for us. Maybe we're, you know, I think our team was one of the better ones in, in, of, of NCAA champions. I think it's one of the better teams mm-hmm. um, over the years. Um, not to be a homer, but, you know, I think that that's the other thing. Is like it's, it, What year is it? Are you going to run into the Syracuse 1990 team, or are you going to, Yeah. you know what I mean? Are you well, going to get really Was that like a – a weight lifted when you got back to the championship the next year? Because were you like, wow, that might have been my only go 2018, and then you yeah. get back? Were you like, oh, we're going to be back? Yeah, or are you easy. still having the- <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm set for life. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back every year. Did you guys see how we're doing this? Pull this off. <laughs> nice win, TD. Good job. Yeah. Um, no, I think that that team, the, the Penn game when we made it back to the Final Four was a big – that was a big weight lifted off of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really that was a tough game, and to pull that off was was a big deal that ended up working out. But you know, it's interesting. I don't know 2020. I don't know what would have happened. I feel like that team was would have won. Yeah, it was a pretty good team. <laughs> it's a pretty good team. Yeah, you know, would have coached them to success. No, that that was a, that was a you know the pandemic's awful, obviously. But I just look at those guys like that. That senior class was. They were coming together pretty well, mm-hmm. and and you uh, gotta get lucky too. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't, yeah. You, you, you can't. You can't just have a good team. Yeah. yeah, and you make a good point. You never know what other team you're gonna run into. Exactly. You don't really know that in the beginning of the year, and then it could be three fourths the way through the year, and you're like, wow, this team is a special team. I feel like like Loyola 2012 was exactly that was a team. bingo. Yeah, that's a good example. Like, and no one they weren't even ranked in the beginning of the year. It's like yeah. okay, confluence of everything. They're just awesome. Exactly. So yeah. They probably shouldn't have lost the game that year. They, they lost one game, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. So oh, I, don't, I don't know the record, but that's a, a great example of a team where in the beginning of the year, and then you just right. running into a snowball later in the year. Right. What about? Uh, I think we should bring up Ben Reeves because he's Ben Reeves. Um, yeah. I feel like he's a great. I, don't know, I feel like if he wasn't, I actually talked to him about this in the lobby. It might have been a little bit later in the night, or no, it was during the day. Did you tell him you're coming up? He, I didn't. Is he around? Yeah, he's around. Yeah, so maybe come, he'll come stop by. But I was telling him, you know, in the pro game, he's such a let the game come to me. He's He could, who knows, could he have 200 points in a season if he just actually was like a black hole type guy? But he probably wouldn't. He yeah. was like the perfect microcosm of like the, the program here. A very like unassuming... He didn't even dodge that much. No. Right? Like, it never – You kind of look at him like, I wish I had 
those legs, I could just run by everybody. And yeah, yeah. I mean, in the alumni game, I'm like, am I not starting? Or are you playing behind? <laughs> like, what? What are we? <laughs> it's you know what I mean. Good like, he's a good kid. Yeah. Well, I think I played behind. He played the wing. <laughs> did me a solid. But he he was a good microcosm of the program because he wasn't. He's not a me guy. He's not. It wasn't a the ball goes through Ben every time. Yeah. And Ben is Ben is the only one in the world who doesn't realize how good a lacrosse player he is. Like he has no. And that's maybe with everything. Honestly, he's a very humble. Um. You know, he just has this viewpoint that he's not as good as everyone knows that he is. Uh-huh. He can do whatever he wants. He can score whenever he wants. Um. Yeah, and he'll and he'll defer and he'll. You know, when it's his time, it's it is what it is. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's definitely. I think it was. It took a while to to, to coach him, to learn how to talk to him. Um, you know, have a good relationship. but ended up being ended up being able to say the right things to him in the right moment. To be like, okay, you need to understand this right now. This team needs you to to yeah, yeah put yeah. It, put the, put it on your back and do it. And you're the guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, his sophomore year, I said, you're going to be a Twart and finalist. And he was like... Was he a Twart and finalist that year? Yeah, three years. Yeah. I mean, um, was he baffled by that? He was, yeah. Well, USA trials. He was like, I don't know if I should go. And, he's, you know, it's one of the best guys there. He's junior in college yeah, yeah. or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, he could have... Yeah. Didn't he not stop? He bowed out of that? He bowed it was out. like... For Listen, I could do this at any time. I don't need to do it while I'm a sophomore <laughs> in college. <laughs> yeah. Not as patriotic as you rather. guys. Yeah. When you won that national championship, were you satisfied? Like, was there a sense of, like, a, a sweeping relief where yeah. you were like, well, wow? Well, there was, there was absolutely that. I mean, like I said, I'm obsessed with it from the moment I started coaching. Uh-huh. And to this day, I think about it every day. Like, I can't – I want want to do it again. I want to yeah. do it this year. I want to do it, I want to, have a million of them. That's the question. Yeah. How, so, how long did the relief last? Was it like long time? There's a lot of backslapping and. Uh-huh. I mean, think about the, think about how unlikely. So you you're getting recruited by Yale. Think mm-hmm. about that. All those guys that were. Let's say let's say your age and older, have no recollection really. Like Yale was in the Final Four once. It's not. It's not. People don't think of Yale becoming a national champion. No, you know I what think I mean? we were crying in the in, in the, the stands. stands. Yeah, it was hazy because yeah, we were. Was, but I was, my brother was like, "Are you good?" And I was like, "I don't know what's <laughs> going on here." What is this salty yeah. discharge? I actually got on the the television cameras. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you can so see me. I, I think that. I had uh, French braids. So I didn't see those. Well, no, but, but that's it, what you meant by I was involved in us winning a national title, <laughs> yes, right? Yes. <laughs> Television coverage yeah. buoyed us. <laughs> no, but I think that that yeah, to take the step that you you know we took your senior year, uh-huh. that it felt the same. Honestly, that that's a pretty good comparison. Like we didn't think we were going to no. NCAA's. No. Meanwhile, we're like two games away, and like we just thought, oh, we'll just play this game, and we blast Cornell, which is an out of body experience. And then we're like, well, we're here. We might as well. Do the same thing in Princeton. Yeah, you know what I mean. Shout out Rob Penelf breaking his foot. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it just, it just, it was, it was, it was a relief when it happened. But you, you, you want now it you're again. chasing it again. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That so that's 
that's the current mentality granularly yeah. right we're yeah, yes. da- play by Today. play but Today. that is the standard exactly i mean you don't have this building here without at least being a contender no doubt about it so this is to have the generosity that that you know he has i mean all all the alums are phenomenal mm-hmm. um but those guys are they love watching us win because they know how hard it is to win here yeah they were here mm-hmm. it's like this is pretty incredible. Tell me about how you break printers. Who told you that? I've been here and I <laughs> made some calls before this, and you. Uh, I can't get these guys are gonna watch that, and they're gonna they're gonna know the secret. I can't. <laughs> you break printers though, right? I have a couple broken printers. Yes. I heard UMass 2019. I heard Harvard or no UMass 2020. Harvard. That's not true. 2019. I heard you broke printers. And this is like an office space type of thing. Similar, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure what we were dealing with. You don't have to go into I it. I didn't break any printer with you. You probably did, but I don't think it was. You didn't. You weren't paying attention. No. Is he mad again? Well, no, but I didn't know that you bro- like physically assaulted printers as a means of. So we had a printer. Therapy. We had a printer in the Reese, in the Reese uh, team room, and uh, I was just—I don't know what I was mad about, but I was mad. The beauty of it is those printers. You know, printers like die, and you just you never throw them out. Mm-hmm. At least it's just a dead printer. Yeah, so you <laughs> just spike it on the concrete. <laughs> this guy's like, thing was on its way out anyway. It's euthanasia. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids don't know that. So yeah, uh, Brian Tevlin could tell you a printer I, that's, story. That's that's why I heard that you smashed a printer. He came into your office and you said, "Clean that up." <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Is this gonna get me fired? No, Are you kidding uh, me? We're, we're recruiting. <laughs> No, it was, uh, yeah, the printer was busted, and then I I left to go for a walk, and uh, I forget how it transpired, but I admit he, he had to clean up the entire printer. Good. Everything. Well, I mean, the, everyone has their way of teaching. And now he's lesson. our captain. Yeah, that, well. There you go. Yeah, it's a flawless method. <laughs> so that brings us into the modern era, the printer-breaking era, um, mainly the COVID situation, right. like season canceled. What have you been doing? What are you golf? I mean, you're still. Well, I, I did hear some golf stories as well. I heard golf. that you golfed with someone and you were trash, and then you went. That's fiction. And that well, listen, and then you went and you studied. You did what you you got obsessed. I got you granular. went. Yeah, you got granular. Went <laughs> play by play, and now you're pretty good. Who said I was trash? Who had the did lowest it? SAT on the team? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's better to just plead the fifth. Um, I'm just thinking of the idiots that you would have asked, but no, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not bad. I was not, I was okay before, but it definitely golf saved, absolutely saved me because mm-hmm. it would be, you know what? I, I watched a lot of college lacrosse and I didn't think I could, like I would turn it on and I'd be like, I'm going to end up getting mad and yeah. I wouldn't get mad. I would watch it. I'd be like, okay. Line up um, a few printers on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of printers. Um, but then I would go. I would, you know, when I would golf, or you know, and it would just be, it would, it would. I'd get home. I'd be like, I just feel so much better. Um, and I wasn't good. I'm not good, but I would be outside and I'd be playing. And, and mm-hmm. it was interestingly, the fall was, I could, we could play all the way up to December. It was very mild. Uh, and then I was able to play in the in the spring. Um, and, you know, my game has improved. Now the coaching again will probably go back to sucking. So, mm. um, What do you think it is about golf? 
being out there in the open. The, it's the, an instrument, it's meditative. instrument sport, just like lacrosse. Yeah, but sometimes I feel like it makes – yeah, you're right. It is an instrument sport. Um, but, no, that, I think that's part of it. But it's – yeah, you're in nature. Um, you're playing against yourself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. For the most part. In a big way. Um, it's it's moment to moment. Like if I honestly, if I could apply those things that we, the mental stuff that we did to golf, I uh-huh. can't, I can't at all. It's so hard. It's amazing. You, it, yeah, it you is get, a you very. You start to look at the card. You start to count. You're like, oh, yeah. Man. Well, I hit the last one. Good. Am I good at this? Yeah, exactly. No, you're bad. Figured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll shank this one. You're not. You'll never be good at this. So, but I've it, it's been unbelievably therapeutic. The whole staff plays now, so that's the other thing. All the staff, we all got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Good played, group activity. Played, played more. Yeah, it was great. Um, so it's it's. I don't know what's going to happen moving forward. I haven't played in a while. I've been coaching more, so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. You're getting back to what you're good at. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, I've forgotten a lot. It's been 18 months. I've forgotten. Spe- uh, well, I know. This is like a big gap for someone who's – you're at the peak of – college coaching is the peak of co- – I mean, no offense to pro coaches, but it doesn't have the prestige or just the time commitment right? Um, of a college coach. So you're among the top – I don't want to pump your tires, but probably – It's fair thousand <laughs> top five college coaches Thank and then you. you just have to take you think someone well, played, say, for, played say, for me would say you're well i would say best. number one i know oh, okay. but i just don't want to be too biased <laughs> we'll talk about it after what did you so the hopkins job opened up and they were recruiting you do you think that they you were their number one and then they met you and they were like <laughs> <laughs> they did what you do to recruits yeah. like yeah we thought he was our guy but <laughs> on paper he was but did yeah. you think tell what was that experience like um because that's wild too i mean you you became the number one sought or what yeah they, they reached out and uh uh-huh. you know i it it certainly had an interest uh in it i don't know the the thing about me and i don't know i think about this program i think it's just it's just without getting too deep into it mm-hmm. i just think this place kind of fits me more than more than a place like that I don't know. It's interesting because you're not, you know. Smart. You're, no. <laughs> you, you don't use big words. You're of a blue collar, but, you know, you're not a Ivy League guy. No. In, like, your background. No. But and, that, it's, but, and is that but is that why it suits you well? Maybe because it's the program you, more than anything else. But, I fe- but I you're feel also like smarter than I think you You said I'm self-deprecating. You, yeah, you have a little bit of that in you as well yes, where yes. I think – you're a good fit for for the Yale program because you are very smart, but you are, you are very regimented and and why, why I can you... talk to these kids that 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 it's uh-huh. not it's not there's probably less times their guys are rolling their eyes when I, when I'm talking than mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah yeah I get that but I don't, it's just I guess I don't know it was it was I I listened to them the big thing as well is I don't know if I could leave here during a pandemic mm-hmm. like there there might be a time where Ten years, maybe, or five years, maybe. I'll probably, be, I don't know if I'll be coaching five, ten years, but maybe I'll say, you know what, it's time to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't do it when those guys had just lost their season. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, yeah. Um. You know, it, it would have been, it would have been really difficult conversation, and it's always, it would always be a difficult conversation. Yeah. To call guys and be like, I'm going. 
but well i feel like you, you one thing is that you made a good point is that it is hard to win here because you have to get very smart kids and you have to like so there is the perpetual chat it's like a a, a hamster wheel of yes. just because you won one well you still have to be yale and win whereas if you went to a program where you could get any kid in without any and have scholarships is whatever it is oh yeah right. well that helps i forgot yeah. about that scholarships and get any kid in well that's a i totally forgot about the scholarship thing yeah you did it without that yeah. Good job. <laughs> um, Wait a minute. But maybe is that it? That it's a it is an inherently challenging job. Whereas if you went, that's, you go that's to part a hop- of the, that's absolutely part of the fascination. Yeah. So if you go to and, a and, I, and I don't want to deal with, I don't want to deal with scholarship money at all. Mm-hmm. I don't want to assign like doling that out. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, you've been you've been in the program. We we make an example of yes. the guys who walk on like the guys like shark like uh, like yeah. those are the guys shark was your fresh your senior year. yeah his freshman year he beat you in the 40 probably well you had the team record oh did i yeah okay he he beat you by like a hundredth of a second granted mm-hmm. hand time but whatever i'm like how am i gonna cut this kid he's the smallest guy on the roster yeah he was a beast senior is best he made like unbelievable yeah um, I love that kid. So he beat me in the forty, though. Yeah, hand time, hand time, hand time. Yeah, we got lasers downstairs. <laughs> we have, if you want, if you want to. No, break I don't. The team I want no part of. <laughs> I like that assistant volunteer assistant, barely looking hand time. <laughs> Four point one. But he's a good Deion example Sanders. too of the type of. Athlete. So then, how do I assign scholarship money to that kid? That's tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could do the thing, and it, so you look at. You look at the scholarship. While it is a luxury, it's also like a you oh, don't I would hate like. To do it. Yeah, I it's like a burden of. I think of these guys coming. Like, well, you would have been our highest scholarship getter in that class. Mm-hmm. In your class, that would have helped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I no, wish, but I you, wish I could. But I, but like yeah, that, that would have been really difficult. And uh, that would be, no if you like you were I, that you would were make an me wise ass anyway. Like, exactly. Like it, it would have been it would have been like. But it would make me uncomfortable too. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a relationship. I don't know. And then you better do well. You're yeah. on a full ride. Exactly. And that's why probably well, a lot of kids. Really? <laughs> Wait anyway, a minute. <laughs> let's move along. Um, yeah. So you so you didn't really consider taking that job. It was no. you're going to be here for a while. I would like to be here for a while. Okay. Must they tell me I can't? Must Oksana Bayul? I think you do. Sends a scathing letter and you're doing okay. You're doing okay. Until we release this. Um, <laughs> Uh, so what? Obviously, the it would be great for you to win four, five more national cha- like mm-hmm. the end to our endless national championships. How about just as a coach? What do you want to be when players are asked like, "Oh, what was Andy Shea like?" You know, n- beyond oh yeah, well we we won five national championships. Yeah. What kind of coach I'm, I'm are s- you? Like you just want to be friends with the players? Or? I, I love the fact that I have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Um, with all with guys you went to, you know your brother and the guys you played with, and I, like to me, like that's the most. That's one of the, that was hard the year off, like not seeing, just not being around the guys, not you know what I mean. Like that's the part, you know how it is. Like as a senior, it's it's a different relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then as an alum, it's it's a very different relationship. I think that's the very fact that I have a relationship with those guys that come through the program. That's the biggest part, honestly. It's like the most. 
Like alumni weekend's the most fun for me. To go to Rudy's and have a beer with all those guys and mm-hmm. and um or honestly after a game, like seeing guys with different errors come back and it's been close to twenty years now, so that's a lot a lot of guys. Um yeah. you know. But I, I think it's I think it's a relationship. I think it's I think I find it interesting. People people ask me all the time how I coached you. Like how how are we People think that we're like mm-hmm. oil and water, mm-hmm. and and I think it's hilarious. But I think pe- I think people don't give you the credit for being. Yeah, I think they don't know you, and they don't know me. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, but it's just kind of. TD asked me that. He's like, he said, he said that's crazy you? that you coached him. Yeah, I was like, well, I didn't really coach him. <laughs> just hanging around. I made him run occasionally, yeah, and then yeah, I just, yeah. that's then it. I forgot about it. <laughs> But yeah, I like that answer. I, w- I was gonna get into the, the, because you're coaching the the U.S. team, mm-hmm. and that's sixes. Yeah. Purely sixes. Yeah. Do you like that? I, I mean, I heard it. you talk about. It. I love it too. I love it. And I like your point that the game is not a. We've bastardized the, ga- the game. That's it. The game has been changed. What is yeah. any different about this change? Yeah, I mean, I I just don't know. First of all, if we got a cave to get in the Olympics, let's do it. Like, why are we so provincial? Why are we so arrogant that it's like, no, this is, this is the version of the game. That's a good point. You know yeah. what I mean? Bye-bye, TD. Yeah. <laughs> I can get him on the team. I can get you on the team if you want to. And he, what, can I, I, I get him in? Is I couldn't good? do it, yeah. I like your nepotistic <laughs> attitude, though. I can get anyone on. But no face-off, no, right? Or is there a face-off? Four face-offs. Four face-offs. That's perfect. That's a happy medium. Yeah, it's we can get it down to two. We're really ball. talking. <laughs> <laughs> do I hear two? Can do I you two? like the? Do you like so? You like the fast pace. You like I love the, the fast pace. I love the. I love the fact that you have to. You got to be smart to be good at it. Mm-hmm. Like the more we did it, we realized it's the smarter players. Are of just premium value because it's going to be a war of attrition. You'll turn the ball over from time to time, but if the less that you do that, and the more you are in a position to at least be in the way defensively. Mm. Like you don't have to be a great defensive player. Yeah. But you got to be in the way. Yeah. And and smart players can be in the way. Basketball-esque in very, a way. Very similar. Yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, it's it's a very, very much team-oriented because you you got to make plays very quickly and you got to use everybody. And it's not a lot of do- – like we're, we're dodging a little bit um, – but it's not like a teed up dodge, like a field game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dr- like sliding and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. For the same reason, you don't have to be that good of a defender. You don't have to be that good of a one on one isolated. No, no, you gotta be. It's like managing chaos. It's exactly what it is. And it's fun. And, and honestly, it's the drills that we do here, I think, lend to. They do. You know, what, what, what that does. Mm-hmm. So at least that's what I think. I, you know, we've been doing some of the stuff, some of the drills we do here with those guys and I think I think it was good we're gonna find out in October if it's any good we only have a couple days like the pros you got uh-huh. a couple days with them and you play and you're yeah. like I, I think I think we're good I don't know yeah 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 but I think it's fun the kid the, 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 the guys who played were great coached the women for a little while the first camp that was interesting mm-hmm. they were awesome they're ridiculously skilled yeah with those sticks it's unfair and, yeah um, but we'll see what happens I'd, I'd like to and the other things I just I want to coach in the Olympics I don't know do that or break dancing in France. Break coach dancing, it, coach break. it or, or compete. 
I could beat in breakdancing, or, or I could coach, you know. Really? In France, in France, that's the new. You even heard this? No. What, what breakdancing is the? Am I is, missing something? Is in the Olympics and is it? Yes. Really? You didn't hear this? No. Yeah. I'm that's the, my that's their sport. Fired up. So that's like a pro, they, you get a provisional sport as a, as a host country. Oh so wait, is that what we're doing? Is that how we're? Oh, we're sneaking a little bit of yeah, a little bit of cargo in here. <laughs> that's how it's working. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, we got contraband. I didn't realize that. <laughs> wow. Well, I wish I wish you the best of luck. I know you got to start practice here, what time but we got? we got all right. They good? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you did all right. <laughs> <laughs>